Jean Scholinet here with another Afropop close-up. Today we visit a reggae sound clash, an all-night party where teams of DJs and hype men go to war and let the audience decide which sound wins and which sound gets killed. Clashes are a long-standing tradition in the Jamaican diaspora, especially in New York. But can sound clash culture survive generational changes? It's Night at the Clash, hosted by producer Noah Schaefer. We're hearing Tenor Sub with his immortal reggae classic, Ring the Alarm. The lyrics describe a sound clash where four big sounds compete. After every round, another sound is dying, leaving only one sound the champion at the end of the night. Yes, good night. Father Derek, Black Magic Song, live in living color. That's Father Derek of the veteran Black Magic Sound System, which he owns with his brother Scarface. Here's his take on how Clash started. Because when dance was dance, you played music for people to enjoy themselves, party, dance, whatever. And then at the end of the night, you know, we used to call that the, the, the nitty-gritty time, prime time. That's when you address maybe a selector or somebody who made a little loose speech earlier on, and then it would turn into a war. There are no judges. Instead, sounds, as DJ collectives are known in the scene, battle to see whose selections and hype get the most forwards from the audience. Attendees vote with their hands, voices, and often air horns. One thing that sets clashes apart from other DJ battles is the use of dub plates, which are exclusive jingles recorded by well-known reggae stars, showing their support for that sound system. Here's an example from Black Magic's arsenal. First, reggae legends Israel Vibration with their signature song, Rude Boy Shuffling. Now here's that dub play that the group's lead singer, Apple Gabriel, recorded for Black Magic. Yes, I! This is Ayman Apple Gabriel, the original creator and lead singer of Israel Vibration, with the sound called Black Magic Sound, with Father Derek, Scarface, Jamie, Robbie Killer, Dr. Dre, Fingers, and Peanut. This one's straight to a sound boy, Bumbleclad Head. Kill him dead! Black Magic Sound! Artists can charge anywhere from a few hundred to thousands of dollars to cut a dub plate. It's a key source of revenue in an industry where pass royalties can be hard to collect and bootlegging is rampant. Here's another dub plate Apple did on that same song for an Atlanta sound called Cartel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, shuffle, kinky, 
The Clash was born in Jamaica in the 1950s. These days, you're more likely to find one in New York, Toronto, London, or Tokyo. I really think that Jamaica really, they don't really care about the clashing too much. I mean, once they're hearing the music that they want to hear, it, who cares about a clash? You have um, the sounds that used to clash, like Bass Odyssey, so on, and even those guys, they're getting so many dates touring the world, they don't care. Our clash scene and on this side of town is fine without those guys. The Madison Square Garden of the Clash world is surely Amazora, a warehouse nightclub in Jamaica, Queens, adjacent to the Long Island Railroad. Earlier this year, it was a site of three clashes in one month alone, including the highly anticipated U.S. Rumble. Seven sounds were on the bill, including Black Magic. When Father Derek sized up his competition, he noted that two of last year's Rumble finalists, Cosmic and Kingshine, were back. Kingshine features Jimmy Spliff, a selector with a huge collection of trophies from clashes that he's won. Kingshine had already killed many of the Rumble contenders at past clashes, and Fada Derek has respect for his fellow veteran. Bad song. Jimmy's a very entertaining, good selector. There is also a wild card. Marcus Wanted from Platinum Kids. Paul Platinum, Platinum Kids. Platinum Kids, which also features two brothers, has been around for over 15 years, but they're what's called a juggling sound, not a clash sound. They explain the difference while speaking at a juice bar in their home turf in the Bronx. A juggling sound primarily just um, do parties, you know, play music, people dance and all of that. Um, clash sound basically go into competitions. At the time where, where we got um, our break in music, even though we grew up loving clash and everything, um, the money was basically in juggling and you'll get more events to play to DJ at that way and everything. So the Clash thing was kind of dying out or, or slowing down a little bit. Still, Platinum Kids set aside some of their earnings and commissioned dub plates just in case they ever clashed. Everybody knows that we always had an interest in clashing on the love that we have for it. You know, so Chin, which is the promoter, he reached out to us and he asked us if we'd be interested in entering the U.S. Rumble. And of course, you know, we saw it as our opportunity to show everybody that we do have what it takes to enter a serious competition. If sound clashes, with their mixture of entertainment, competition, and trash talking, are the professional wrestling of reggae, Chin is the scene's Vince McMahon. I'm Garfield Chin born. I run a company called Irish and Chin Incorporated, which has been dedicated to the growth of sound system culture for 20 years now. Chin promotes events, manages the famed Mighty Crown Sound of Japan, and even hosts a two-hour talk radio show all about clashes. Call you live. Hey, what's up, Chin? I'm here again at DJ Roots. Yeah, man, I believe that um, the 45 thing is going to come back, you know. Um, Topics include the endless debate money, about man, when to play like, regular like, records, yeah, known as 45s, so instead of dub plates, and whether it's unfair for older sounds to use dub plates from deceased reggae artists, who younger sounds would never have a chance to record. So for years, World Clash was a huge event, a lot of excitement always packed it. Then gradually, you have the same sounds, always winning. They were playing the same tunes. And the interest was waning. And you didn't really see a younger generation showing the kind of interest in clashes that the older dancehall generation had shown. There is a generation gap in sound system culture. You know, when I was growing up, my parents were Jamaican. I was born in America, right? And I would consider myself 75% West Indian, you know, and 25% American. Today, it's the opposite. The kids are 75% American or English or Canadian and, you know, only 25 
90% of their day-to-day activities and culture is reflected in what they do. When Chin was a teenager, he would try to sneak into legendary New York dance halls like the Biltmore. You wanted to be a sound man because that was part of the culture. But the culture of today's youth they don't inspire to be selectors and be sound boys and sound girls. So he retooled the rules, changed up the format, refreshed the concept. Chin's new format has regional clashes in the Caribbean, Canada, US, the UK, Europe, and Japan before all those winners meet up for one big clash. Chin hopes more contests will create more local excitement. He's encouraged juggling sounds to participate, and he's tweaked the rules to downplay the importance of dubplates. In the past, the cost of paying artists meant that a sound had to shell out upwards of $30,000 before it could seriously compete. In the weeks before the clash, Platinum kids were still busy making sure they had enough dubs for the rumble. Mentally, first of all, you have to prepare yourself mentally for that one. But we definitely prepared by, you know, we was directly in Jamaica dealing directly with the artists, going from studio to studio, making sure we got what we needed. We would sleep in the studio if necessary, you understand? So we just, we just did what we had to do. We did our work and prepared as best as possible. There was a lot of, uh, what to say, negative comments when, when the flyer got dropped, you know? <laughs> Probably rightfully so because no one has really seen us on, that, on the battlefield before. So no one really expected us to really come out and take it seriously, I guess. Black Magic was also preparing, researching the other sounds, the way a football team would watch videos of their next opponent. Preparing for a clash is uh, 24-7. We formulate strategies and plans, and then it's just a matter of when we see the particular lineup or we have a particular opponent, we just tweak one and two things, and it's just figure out what he likes to do, what his weaknesses may be. If he's lacking in a certain area of song or a certain artist, for the most part, these guys, they have a certain set of songs that you just like to play all the time. And if that's the case, then all right, you know what? We're going to eliminate some of those. We're going to try to have counteractions because we know he's definitely going to play this. So we're going to do that. It's a 24-hour job, nonstop, always preparing, always. So now the big night has finally arrived. Outside of Amazura, I meet Clash fans Brent and John. Ask them which sound they think will win. Cosmic. Johnny Killer. Good shot. <laughs> <laughs> why do you like Clashes? It brings out the best in, in reggae music. Dance-off, specifically. It's part of the culture, man. That's, what, culture. that's how the music started, you know, it's all about competition. In other words, you build your system, I build mine, I can play as much records, I can play better records than you, I can play records you can't find. This is a part of the culture. You know, it's, not, it's not your father's reggae music anymore. <laughs> Another fan, Hazardous, is certain that Rhythm Force will carry the night because they know how to play to a New York audience. His reason for attending clashes is simple. I like clashes because I like the competition aspect of it. Reggae dances don't usually get going until long after midnight. Though the seven sounds, the U.S. Rumble gets underway early. Each sound is given 10 minutes to warm up and then another 10 minutes before the first sound gets eliminated. At a typical reggae event, the audience is heavily female. But this room is full of men, and the vibe is more like a boxing match. Sound systems routinely take aim at each other, calling their opponents pussies and worse. Here's a relatively clean clip of one a day, to sing Platinum Kids for being uptown instead of a hardcore ghetto sound. 
Platinum kids, say them rise, them rifle. Them are some uptown youth who want like them, them want be bad. Them not bad. Me not for rise, no rifle for shoot platinum kids. You know me I go shoot them with tonight. Based on the lyrics of current hits, reggae fans may think that the homophobia, which was rampant in 90s dancehall, has fallen out of favor. So they might be surprised to see how widespread it remains in the clash world. At the Rumble, Jimmy Spliff makes fun of his opponent's tight pants and how another selector has a day job as a male nurse. Platinum kids play Bougie Benton's Boom Bye Bye, whose lyrics advocate shooting gay people. It's not the only tune of the night that promotes violence. Chin is well aware that such content limits where clashes can go. It's always been that space in which people were able to express their dislikes. Their dislikes with Babylon, the police, their dislikes with life, their dislikes with homosexuality, their dislikes with anything. You know what I mean? It does become a challenge. It becomes a challenge for myself as a, uh, a promoter of the culture because what it also means is that I've always get restricted from sponsors because sponsors look at SoundClash as a loose cannon. So in society, people live their normal lives and they do whatever they please. The dance hall space, when the person, the member of society enters the dance hall space, whatever they're doing, that's not in line with the dance hall space. They can't admit that that's what they do when they're not part of the dance hall space. It's that serious in the culture, you know? So if you are someone who is not bothered by homosexuality, you can't go in the dance hall space and say that because the dance hall space will turn against you. They have a law that they have to abide by. Even though the law may be outdated, even though the law might be insulting to some, even though the law might be harmful to some. The law is the law in the dance hall space. And I don't know how to change the law of the dance hall space. I don't even know if it is changeable in the dance hall space. The only thing that we can probably see happen is that the people who occupy the dance hall space age out of the dance hall and the new people who come into the dance hall come in with a different mindset and a different set of rules. Inside the Amazora, playing Boom Bye Bye gets Platinum Kids a big forward, but so does a more lighthearted explanation of why Marcus needs to win. I go Jamaica for nine days. I live Jamaica before I go on place up so. I live there so. I'm a flag of Buffalo last night. When I reach home today, I go say, I beat my son, look for me. I say, oh God, daddy, you're not tired. I say, yes, look at you. But a private school, you go. The money enough. Me have to work hard for it. And music, me play for you living, look at you. Me go kill some son of Amazura. You know why? By 3 a.m., several of the sounds have been eliminated, including Jimmy Spliff's King Shine. To the surprise of many, Platinum Kids are still standing. Ready for us, God. All right. Now, people, listen. Because of time and thing, that next round you're gonna be five minutes. You understand? Three sound left. Black magic, platinum kids, one idea. No more 45 can play. See it? Black magic pawed the dub from 80 stars, Shine Heaven, Leroy Gibbons. Black magic, you play until the end of time. Yes, it's too late! Time, this black magic moment. Yow, yow, black magic sound is playing this for you. It's not like any other idiot sound. Platinum kids taunt the full-time clashers they've sent home. 
when they run out of records to play. Na 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 na, rhythm force gone home. Na 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 na. The sounds are playing just a few seconds of each dub plate as they try to squeeze in as many tunes into their set as they can, hoping for that big forward. One a day gets a good response to a dub plate by Steel Pulse. A steel pulse, I tell him. Sun is up in we kill another Sam and put him on the ground. Tin We kill another Sam. When they follow with the electric slide, the dancehall fans just stare in silence. Turn it off. Exclusive in the dance. And every song I got them song here. You have to have them if you do anything. But you gotta feel it. Ooh, wanna be shocking. Alright, stop it, Justin. At 3.45 a.m., the lights have been turned on and the staff starts cleaning up. But the clash isn't over. It's down to the last two sounds, juggling upstarts Platinum Kids and veteran clashers Black Magic, going tune for tune in the best of 10 rounds. After each round, the referee has the crowd vote for a winner by a raise of hands. Platinum Kids take an early lead, winning the first four rounds, in part through a tribute to a recently departed reggae legend. One of the main artists that I'm glad that we got the opportunity to play in tune for tune was um, Eddie Fitzroy, just just passed away. And um, even though he passed away, I don't hear a lot of people playing his music and giving him the respect that, you know, and this is, a, this is an innovator in, in reggae music. So I was really, 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 really happy that we got to um, play his songs and it was well received in tune for tune. Me come and me play an edifice right from earlier. Me think somebody go play one more. And show the elders some respect. Hallelujah, edifice right, one in a year. Marcus jumps off the stage and into the audience while playing a Mighty Diamonds tune, earning a huge forward. It's starting to look like the tune for tune will be a blowout, but then Black Magic finally wins a round, then a second, then a third, with a dub plate about a sound failing to maintain its lead. The blood clot race is not for the swift. They are juggling sound, so we are thinking they are blind. The pussy them go four points. I think so them they go win. If start talk about trophy, Derek. Some guy a sprint out, but the man no finish, man. Black magic on them kids. Don't ready. When you take the lead, someone make sure you can maintain it. When you take the lead, make sure you can maintain it. Suddenly, the Clash is all tied up. Perhaps the Clash fans want to get their $40 worth of entertainment. Platinum Kids win the next round, so each sound knows that their next selection might be their last. Platinum Kids here time. 
Black magic soul put up your hand in the air. All who say black dumb kids put up your hand in the air. US Rumble 2017. Black dumb kids, the champion representing the US for World Class 2017. And so a juggling sound has won the US Rumble. Paul Platinum says it's all about showmanship. Majority of the class sound them right now. I don't think they're coming out there and delivering as far as like the MC connecting with the crowd and MC trying to get that energy. They're not trying to really get that energy because I guess their dub boxes are so loaded, they're more relying on the songs to do all the work. But you have to come out there with that fierce energy. You have to really draw the energy out of the crowd. You have to pump them up, you hype them up. Father Derek of Black Magic blames the audience. He says even though he had a fuller dub box, he wasn't playing to a hardcore dancehall crowd. Tell you honestly, I'm really not happy with the rumble. <laughs> because we really should have won that. We had it in the palm of our hands, and we made one misstep and he slipped away. I would say it was kind of a learning experience because dancehall is kind of changing, but there are some things that are not exactly the same. You know, it's a new generation that's coming in, and us older sounds, we pretty much kind of have to make an adjustment just to, to keep it going, to get them involved so this, it doesn't just die out with us. You know what I mean? So getting lost in the moment and forgetting exactly the type of dance and type of style I needed to play. Sitting in his office a few weeks after the rumble, Chin says he's been flooded by requests from other juggling sounds who want to clash. He's delighted by the attention Platinum Kids' victory has gotten from the Jamaican media. Platinum Kids doesn't have the dubs that the other competitors have, but they were able to use talent and strategy, use the 45s to stretch out the event, you know, so they can be able to be stronger in the later rounds instead of wasting the 45s in the earlier rounds. You know what I mean? So, you know, it would probably have cost another sound $30,000 to do what Platinum Kids probably did with $8,000 or $7,000. Platinum Kids went on to represent the U.S. at the World Clash in Toronto last month. They had a strong showing, but ultimately lost to Canada's King Turbo. Black Magic is slated to clash this winter in Rochester, Florida, and Atlanta. As for Chin, he's still looking at ways to keep the clash alive in an era in which tens of thousands will watch an online video, but only a few hundred will pay the $40 to get into a clash. Any person or thing that does not evolve will dissolve. That's it. If we don't evolve sound system culture, it will dissolve. No, no, no. No ice cream sound, some boy. No, 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 no. No ice cream sound. I don't want no ice cream sound. It is too soft for me. I don't want no ice cream sound. It is soft, can't you see? Hey. I want a sound that can play me rubber-dub until the morning. Sound boys. This Afropop close-up was made possible by a grant from the National Endowment for the Humanities. But to keep the series going, we need your support. Visit afropop.org and make a donation. Every dollar counts. For Afropop Worldwide, I'm Noah Schaefer.